So Laurent. So Laurent. So Laurent. Uh, I just recorded a solo rant for like two minutes and I was fucking around and realized it wasn't interesting. Give you a TLDR. Uh, I said the temperature is 59 and I want to see if the blue lights heat it up, heat up the room. I know my gaming computer does, but I want to see just what the blue lights do. And I said it's 433. Well, now it's 435. Tuesday, November 29th, 2022 at 435 p.m. Eastern time. And it's already blackout. And then I said, I thought the difference between the sunset of like Miami and that of Maine was only a couple minutes. Turns out it's about an hour. So, uh, yeah. So it's not just a couple minutes. But, um, so uh, I was talking to a friend earlier and uh, I really don't want to do a solo rant right now, but we're going to. We're going to nut up and we're going to do it. We're going to eat our vegetables. Um, obviously Elon's uh, taking over Twitter and by that he purchased it legally in a contract written in English Um, and it is kind of funny how Elon's slowly becoming Donald Trump in that it is now there are lines being drawn and there's also this weird like you know I like Elon you have to do this weird like not everything, you know, like I like Trump, but I always have to do this caveat of like, and I know he's kind of an asshole and like, I get it. I get why people don't like him. Those, their dislikes aren't unfounded. Um, But you can already see it kind of shifting in real time, which is fascinating to see what happens when you don't uh, walk in lockstep. Uh, what happens? You get a bash down and become an enemy of the state. It's uh, It's only a matter of time before he is declared worse than Trump. That's coming. I don't know if it will happen in 2022, but that's coming next year. Why, uh, why Elon's worse than Trump? That's coming. Make no mistake. That headline is coming. Um, e- Elon's now the richest man in the world, and the the and he had now has, he what he, he has the greatest wealth, and they'll they'll like they'll use a double word. They'll say he has the greatest wealth, and he's the greatest threat to democracy. Elon, once a disruptor of of electric cars, now a disruptor of Western democracy. It's coming. It is absolutely 100% coming. Um, and uh, I've always been a, a fan of him. Still am. I, I really don't give a shit. Um, he's not perfect. Show me somebody who is other than uh, other than Tim Dillon. But I'd pointed this out, and I don't even know if it's my own idea. I certainly don't know what are my own ideas, and I certainly can't even keep track of the podcasts I do. This because this is one thousand and four, um, but that if you actually look at what he's doing, it's not. All of his companies aren't these disparate things that seem to be working together. You can start to see that it's actually a system of systems, and then you got to go. Well, man, how could you? How could you foresee that? And it is smarter, but also not as smart as you. And that 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 takes a lot of ego to say. Sitting in a in a doing a podcast from a bedroom, uh, talking about a guy worth a third of a trillion dollars that hasn't escaped to me. Um, but it's smarter than you think in that it's not just several companies that he's managed to tie together. But it's also not as smart as you think in that there actually is like an like a scaffolding, if you will. 
And it seems like he was laying there or is in the process of laying the foundations for what a surprise, a society on Mars. But that's no secret either. Uh, the boring machine or the boring company would allow you to create uh, underground settlements, which I imagine would save you from not only dust storms, which I feel like they could probably handle, but uh, radiation. Because I don't think Mars is the same atmosphere. This 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 episode is going to be a lot of wild speculation. So check out now if you're uh, hunting for facts. But the boring company would allow you to have settlements underground. All right. Starlink, that's a, there's a communication system for everyone on the planet as well as back to Earth. SpaceX, the obvious, uh, getting there, resupply. Tesla, uh, a car, you know, an automobile, four wheels, getting just like we're bipedal organisms. These would be quad wheel machines that can move you around a surface of a planet in four dimensional reality. Uh, they run off electricity and then you have Tesla power packs. All right. Or the wall pack, whatever the, what the fuck it is. There's your energy source. So you've got you've got the heavy equipment for setting up and uh, the actual foundations. The boring company. You have got the uh, communication, Starlink. You have the mode to. Well, actually, let's go from the very beginning. You have the mode to get there. SpaceX. You have the the mode to supply energy when you are there, solar panels and um, and uh, all the Tesla EV technology, power packs, all that stuff. You can then power the machinery to dig tunnels you need to get away from radiation and storms and wild temperature fluctuations, the boring company. You have the technology needed to uh, to travel in the infrastructure you have built, Tesla, Cybertruck. And then you have the communication technology, Starlink, communication on the planet throughout intra, inter, whatever the fuck, and back to Earth. And then um, if he makes the Elon phone, that will be communication within. And Neuralink, that kind of seems to be like a, another jump up of a level that I'm not going to try to broach because I don't understand. I know what it is, but for the first time ever, it's like you can kind of see like we're shifting outside of like transportation to get there spacex power tesla and evs the boring company to dig the tunnels starlink to communicate neuralink's this whole like you're sidestepping the entire idea of like traveling to new worlds or new continents or whatever you want and you know mining for resources that kind of seems to be like a a derivative shift outside of any reality we have deemed normal because this is for the most part, this is still no different than like the Vikings or Christopher Columbus, right? You're going to a new place. You got to set up your colony when you're there. You got to find a way to feed yourself and shelter yourself and keep warm. And you got to be able to communicate with the homeland. Right? So it's kind of the same thing. Wildly different, but pretty much the same. Neuralink seems to be another jump up that I'm not going to try to broach because that's beyond the scope of this. Maybe we'll get back to it. I don't know. But um, so as the good Marxists have done, they've closed ranks and um, said that Elon's a threat to democracy. Um, Slava Ukraini, safe and effective, trust the science, all that good shit that the brain dead lemmings are saying as they walk off the myocarditis cliff. 
But and now, as we saw with Parler and Getter, you know, the Apple App Store, the Google Store, they kind of seem to be closing ranks and like, you're not going to be on here anymore because you promote hate speech. There's okay, fucking faggots. But so he's saying, I'm going to create Elon phone, right? And sort of sidestep all of it, which I. It's, it's. I think that is the benefit from the pandemic and from the censorship is we are seeing a more uh, robust resi- resilience of communication. And that doesn't just mean eh, for conservatives, hey, fucking Trump comes to power and he starts using the disinformation governance board and the DHS through the back end portals of the, the big tech companies. I'll be right on the other side saying you can't censor the left and it'll be good that the infrastructure and the precedent will be set that you can create your own thing. That's good. That is unequivocally, unequivocally good. Anything that, like the Second Amendment's so great because the First Amendment's sort of like a, a gentleman's agreement that will all allow each other to talk. The Second Amendment enforces it. You know, I respect your home, you respect mine. What really enforces it is the deadbolt in my front door and the AR-15 next to my bed. So it's kind of the gold backing up the fiat money. But, so that's a good thing. Again, an unequivocally good thing. And so my buddy made a comment. It says like it's, it seems like he's reading the future, which really is any any good corporate pioneer entrepreneur is right being able to see the patterns in the world. And you're uh, who Dr. Lee said it yesterday. I thought it was a great line. Like genius is how closely aligned to reality your thought process is, and how great your interpretation is. And the closer you are, the more uh, seemingly intelligent you seem. Seemingly intelligent you seem. The more smarter you look, and yeah, so that's that's a given. And I'm sure, and I don't know shit about any of this, but I I would just imagine that once you get to like, you know, Amazon or Walmart or McDonald's or something, you're probably using a lot of AI, doing a lot of just constant war gaming simulation and market analyzation. Don't like a lot of physicists go to like Goldman Sachs now. Because their ideas for like theoretical, like string theory is also applicable to like carried, carried interest loopholes or some shit. Like the algorithms have gotten so esoteric and almost uh, magic that that's what they use on Wall Street. Now, again, I said this was going to be a wild speculation podcast. All right. So fuck off if you're looking for receipts. Um, and again, things like you wouldn't really think. I remember reading years ago in a Popular Mechanics article or Popular Science, who cares? Maybe it was Mein Kampf. But it was how Wall Street said that they were using, not Wall Street, Goldman Sachs said that they had they purchased like this like next level bleeding edge. This was 2008, so it's probably just shit now. Um, fiber optic cables to go across the Atlantic because the fractions of microseconds they were saving resulted in like, over 365 days, like a $600 million net in profit just from that. So now you have these things that don't even seem connected, like trading stocks. And it's like fiber optic cables infused with silicon and osmium. And it's like, what the fuck? Um, so I was thinking earlier. My friend called me. <clears throat> And he was like, it seems like he's he's reading the future. And it popped into my head what 
I've discussed on this podcast before, and it's no, he's it's like the balloon that you wrap in like plaster, and then you put the strings around, and then you pop the balloon, and then you have the thing, and it looks great. Individually, these companies are strings SpaceX, Tesla, Elon Phone, Neuralink, Starlink, Boring Company, Solar City, Zip2, PayPal, whatever, right? And then, as I said earlier, it's smarter than you think, though. It's not just random companies that he managed to fit together. They were designed to fit together. So in that sense, it's smarter than you think. It wasn't just he got lucky. No, when all the strings start to make a sphere, it's not, oh, that's lucky. It's no, he, he chose the strings to make the sphere. But it's not as smart as you think. And again, I understand that he's the guy with a lot of money. And that he didn't invent the sphere. He's just using the balloon covered in plaster and he's wrapping the string around it. All right, so that's what he's doing. On He's, he's setting all these things up to act as... <sighs> act as the pilgrims to Mars. But let's really break that down. What is it? It's setting up a parallel world. Well, the design was to go do that on Mars, but it's becoming more and more apparent that there will almost be a parallel world on Earth. The Cold War never got hot. I mean, JFK was pretty good looking, but the Cold War never got hot. We just kind of had this. We still had the Olympics. There are still sitcoms, you know, but all the while there was just ICBMs pointed at everybody's forehead. And there were nuclear subs and nuclear bombers. And there was uh, and there was the the satellite systems to, to track plumes and nuclear flashes and hotel and Vela and whatever the fuck they were called, the early warning systems. But life went on and it just never, it never devolved. So there is precedence that like, it doesn't have to go to civil war or global civil war. It might just, we might just be entering this weird cold war of like capitalism and Marxism, you know, Western, Western society versus communism but whereas cold war one was the physical west versus the physical east now it might be it's a suspension all over the world and you might need vaccine passports or you might need a like a a, a digital record that shows that you've never said a faggot or retard on facebook in order to because that, that's coming you know, it, it's it's do you have your boosters now is what you need to get to Starbucks, but it's coming. It, I don't know when, but it's coming. Um, your 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 social credit score, right? That's not a novel idea. But unlike there's the Iron Curtain that you have to get across. Instead, it will be on top of each other. Not even on top of each other, because that still implies separateness. It'll be mixed like a suspension, a solution. And there might actually be like a parallel world being constructed. You can already start to see the the distillation and separation of society to homeschooling, to a parallel health system, to parallel modes of communication, parlor, getter, gab, free space, telegram, truth social, kind of back to Twitter, rumble, bitshoot, odyssey, cloud hub, brighteon. 
you can kind of see it happening. You can see, right, people on the left saying, I'm getting rid of my Tesla. I'm getting a you know an EV car, another one, which I, I think that's great. It's, again, whatever solidifies the independence of things, I think, I think is great. You never want to give anyone turnkey tyranny where all you're doing is hoping they don't get bad. So as we give the government more and more power, 87,000 IRS agents... Don't don't have a stroke if Trump or DeSantis wins one day and all of a sudden you feel like you're staring down the barrel of a conservative gun because you will be and there will be nothing to do about it because you you're you're okay with it now. That doesn't make it good. That that will come. So always I always make a to do list at the end of the day when I'm exhausted. If I make it in the morning when the caffeine's hitting, it'll be a mile long. I'll be like, well, I got to do this. I got to, you know, build my own highway today versus you get it at the end of the day when you're barely keeping your eyes open. Because if you make a to-do list when you're exhausted that you know you could do when you're tired, you'll absolutely be able to do it the next day. So I'll only make a to-do list when I'm exhausted. I'll be like, okay, you got to put the clothes from the washer to the dryer and... uh you really need to set up that desk. Okay, I can do that. And uh, and by making those simple to-do lists, that's, and then you do it the next day, the next day, the next day. Next thing you know, 365 days have gone by. And as opposed to, you know, three days where you did a lot of work and one of those days is equal to 10 tired to-do list days, three of those days would equal, would equal 30 tired to-do list days. That doesn't hold a candle of 365 to-do list days, tired to-do list days. This is turning into a weird, a weird riddle. Tired to-do list days. That doesn't even sound like English. Tired to-do list days. It sounds like a wizard from Harry Potter. Like tired to-do list days. That doesn't even sound like English. It sounds like one word. Tired to-do list days. Anyway, you're a Greek wizard. Um you can already start to see society separating in these ways, right? I mean, we have it in some forms in like Apple versus Microsoft or something, but it's separating more and more based on ideology, much like the Cold War. They used the same electricity as us. They ate the same food. They tilled the same land, but wildly different but that was 1.0. That was physical kingdoms, if you will. It seems like now we're kind of gearing up for this weird schism without actually leaving. Eventually, we'll leave. And that's good too. But it seems like the idea for a parallel world was correct but you got the the place wrong it's here the parallel world will be here which is insane but that kind of seems like where we're going which is wild right because so what's going to happen We'll kick Twitter off of the Apple store and the Google store. That's that's going to happen. 
It's just, it's going to happen. It hasn't happened yet, but it's going to happen. Just shut up. It's going to happen. <clears throat> All the companies are removing their, their ad, their ads. Um, which I don't give a shit about, but you can, you can see the rumblings are happening. The, the, the movement is happening. The water is receding rapidly. The tsunami's coming. It's just, just is. People will then just use the browser. Then they'll crack down on that. There'll be like a Safari and Chrome extension or something. It says you can't access Twitter. Like on Reddit, you cannot link Rumble. Which is just the fucking most loser thing in the world. You, you can't look at it. It's all bad. I was like, what? But, you know, comedy's going to call me. What will then happen is you will go farther and farther upstream. ISPs will start to remove it. Internet service providers. And I don't know what's above that. I would whoever lays the physical lines, but I guess that's also. Um which is where I think Starlink comes into to play. You know, and then what would be behind that? Well, uh, you know, we've talked to whatever the the utility company and they said they don't like hate speech, so you can't use their electrons. Well, he'll use EVs and you won't be able to say, you know, well, the U.S. government says you can't dig their coal to create electrons for your hate speech, to power your ISPs, to run your Twitter, to get your hate speech. Well, then eventually you use the sun and you know, that won't be yours. It will eventually lead to a physical schism of one group of people leaving the planet. Or it'll devolve in a war. Or there's Neuralink and it's there's just an event horizon that I can't understand from my perspective in space and time and what I've deemed normal up to this point in my life. I don't know. It's kind of a waterfall we're approaching that I don't, I have no idea. This could be the caterpillar going into the cocoon. It has only raised one degree in here. I thought it would raise a lot more. <sighs> I don't like that. Um, I'm going to turn on that gaming computer. It's fucking freezing. Um, actually, I don't even know if that's gonna do it. Whatever. Um, but yeah, so it kind of seems like that's where we are. And then, will there be a devolution into a separation of languages, Russian versus American, using actually different alphabets, Cyrillic versus English? I don't know. I mean, I imagine we'd probably have that in like computer code, and I don't understand that, so I can't speak on that. <clears throat> but it seems like the idea for a parallel world is just going to take place here. Which is, I didn't definitely didn't have that on my bingo card, but that seems like where we're going. I mean, I kind of want to walk this out. 
because he kind of is Trump in another man. He's like a more measured and planned Trump. Trump just came in swinging an axe attached to a flamethrower. And although it's fucking hilarious, you know, of course, of course that this system swallowed him whole. What do you think was going to happen? Maybe Elon's smarter in that he got in bed with the DOD and the Pentagon. Because behind even the politics, what really runs the show is the military-industrial conflict. That's just a fucking fact. It's just what it is. It's not a conspiracy. It's just a fact. As Frank Zappa said, the uh, 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 politics is just the entertainment division of the military-industrial complex. I love that quote so much because the implications are just so wild. Maybe that's what he did is he got in bed with them. You know, it's like dad, you know, dad leaves it up to mom to tell the kids to stop fighting. But if you go and like break the remote so dad can't watch football, all of a sudden dad's involved. You know, it's like the petty political wars can go on, but Elon got himself intertwined with the military industrial complex and they might be like, yeah, you're not shutting them down. We need them. I don't know. Who knows? That's not a good thing that they hold all the power, but it just seems to be what it is. <clears throat> but he has the money, right? What, Trump had a billion, two billion? That ain't nothing to sneeze at, but you're also not disproportionately thrown around your weight. 300 billion, that's, that's wild. And I think Bezos, I know nothing about Bezos. So, but let's just make some wild, wild takes. Take some wild takes. Take some wild takes. Make some wild speculate. Speculate wildly. I feel like any public voicing of concerns he has is probably for an image, as it is for, for, for most people, let alone entrepreneurs. But I think he and he and Elon have a lot of uh similarities in that they like the government subsidies the tax loopholes monopolies contracts so he probably doesn't want to shake the boat too much for elon because although doing separate things they're also kind of doing the same thing <clears throat> or who knows maybe now let's kind of go on the whole idea that like um Elon's acting as a, this is one of the conspiracies, he's acting as like a node or a front man for uh, far-right billionaires. And he's kind of doing everything in their name. I wonder if Bezos will then sort of arise, because that would go along with this theme, right? Instead of like Khrushchev v. Kennedy or Gorbachev v. Reagan, where there's the physical separation of empire kind of the theme of this episode has been that the, the empires are intertwined. So it would make sense that we'd have two titans going at it. Much in the same way we saw we saw uh, Steve Jobs and Bill Gates go at it. I wonder if we'll see that again, Bezos Musk, but not in the traditional, like not in the way that we think, like space race, but rather will they start to build their own parallel worlds, their own ecosystems? Not in the sense of an Apple ecosystem, but like 
another step up. Like living situations, modes of transport, food. That could be it. But so whereas Trump had like, what, a billion, billion, two billion, three billion? It's not 300. And he didn't have the <clears throat> the actual, well, one, contracts from the DOD. And he didn't have the in that uh, Elon Musk has through Tesla, Starlink, Neuralink, Boring Company, <sighs> SpaceX. I mean, I wonder if he did all those things so that he could act the way he's acting today or if his actions today are an outgrowth of all of those things. That kind of seems like a moot point. It seems like he has a lot more staying power, or at the very least, fighting power. Trump was the... I, th I, th I think President Trump, specifically President Trump, not even just Donald Trump, I think President Trump was the was the funniest person I'll ever see in my life. And I know that to a lot of people that makes me a brown shirt wearing Hitler youth. I, I don't give a shit. <laughs> There's nothing funnier than that. <laughs> Fuck right off. That's the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. I think Elon has a better handle on the meme culture. I think he probably knows how not to be so incendiary. Trump was kind of like a Roomba. It was the original, just like it bounced off the walls. He just saw where like the physical limits were. I was like, okay, don't actually launch the dicks. And like, you probably shouldn't tweet a picture of your dick. But just below that, it's all go. Elon seems to be a little more, a little more graceful, still clunky, but very graceful in the reference point of like, being a global figure, moving markets, as graceful as you can be. It kind of seems like his, his, his fiat is backed by gold. There's a second amendment to his first amendment. He can actually dig his heels in and fight. Now again, you don't have to like that. You can think he's Hitler incarnate. That's fine. I don't I don't that's not the point I'm making. The point I'm making the point I'm making is that he can fight. So could Hitler install, and that doesn't make it good. It just they can. JFK wasn't just a pretty boy speaking, he was also speaking with the iron fist of strategic air command behind him. You know, if you're an American, you like that. If you're a Russian, you think it's evil. It just is. It's not good that. Putin's invading a sovereign nation, but he has nukes. So, you know, what are you going to do? It's not good that we invaded Iraq, but we have nukes. What are you going to do? It's more of an objective analysis. And sure, I have my own opinions on it, but that's not even the point I'm trying to make. It's more of an, an objective interpretation of it. There seems to be an ability to back it up there is like an entire auxiliary system auxiliary I was having trouble saying that word yesterday auxiliary 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 
secondary, parallel, <clears throat> adjacent system that you really do have to run all the way back upstream. You can't say that on Twitter. I'll buy Twitter. You can't put it on the app store. I'll make my own app store. You can't use our browser. I'll make my own browser. You can't use our phone. I'll make my own phone. You can't use Comcast or Verizon. I'll make Starlink. You can't. Well, the next thing I imagine is servers, right? Because Starlink just carries the internet. It's not the actual server. So the next thing up will be servers. After that, it will be you can't use, you know, Los Angeles Power, whatever the fuck the utility company is. And then it'll be my own. And then it'll be like, well, you know, you have to build your own power plant and then you'll do that. And then it will, you know, well, the US government says you can't burn our coal or burn our timber. And then it'll be all right, well, you, I'll desalinate seawater or some shit. That's drinking water. That's not fuel. That would be negative energy. You have a cost energy. Not important. It is important. Desalinate, but that, not for this podcast. I can't tell. I make these up as I go. So it's it's like rushing all the way, kind of like a court case, like flying all the way up to SCOTUS. This is going like all the way up. And that you're really going to have to see the reach of how far people are willing to go to shut down opposing speech. Free speech is important. Does it include hate speech? Yes, it does, faggot. Yes, it does. You can call me a dirty mick. That's fine. Call me a pasty cracker. I say, okay, I don't care. And even if I did care, it doesn't matter. Mix Irish, right? I think it is. We'll see if it is. But up until now, you could almost, right, you could shadow ban. And then when that wasn't enough, you had to outright censor. All these things are, what they're doing is they're pulling the, the beast out of the shadows, the things that likes to lurk in the shadows. The cabal, the new world order, the existing power faction doesn't even need to be some grandiose global control system. It'd just be whoever the fuck's trying to make cash. One thing for certain is, is they've always rather stay unknown. And more and more, it's like a game of operation. And if you touch the sides, it buzzes. More and more, like, we're just seeing buzzes. And they would rather have you never even know that the buzzing boundary exists, let alone consistently touch it. But that's what's happening. If you can't, sh if you can't derank something, you shadow ban it. If you can't shadow ban it, you outright ban them. Then you say hate speech, and then you stop giving a reasoning, and you just get rid of them. Right? You just fuck it, get rid of them. And then you move from there to getting rid of political opponents. And then you go from there to, like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. You know, Pfizer's paying us, so just shut it down. <clears throat> but there is still the whole, you know, it's a private company. And, and a lot of people, myself included, will still go, you're right, it's a private company. And kind of, you know, not push it further. But you're going to start really seeing the foam floweth from the mouths. 
if it doesn't come down off the App Store. And then if it does, and he finds a way to fight against that, you're going to start to see just how rabid people are against uh, ideas they don't like. Because deep down, not even deep down, by their very actions, they are showing that they know their product does not, cannot compete. It can't. The toy poodle I had that was blind and deaf and wore a diaper. Not even in my wildest drunken ravings would I ever dare put that dog out in the yard without having my eyes on it because I know he would get eaten by anything. By virtue of the fact that they will not allow opposing speech and that they move the, it was deranking. Deranking doesn't exist, conspiracy theorists. Shadow banning, outright banning, banning for hate speech, banning without reason to having your company purchased and then just the old tropes of he's a white supremacist, he's a threat to our democracy, safe and effective, we are the resistance. It doesn't matter what your argument is. You are showing that you do not believe your argument can exist. It cannot compete. Well, free speech, hate speech isn't free speech. If your idea was better, it would survive. It would survive even hate speech. Hate speech is hateful. It ain't good. But if you have a functioning brain, you can look at it and go, that's disgusting. I don't like that. I'm a conservative person. I've said from the get-go, I think it's disgusting that people are attacking Fetterman for having a stroke. What the fuck? I have a functioning brain. Just because every other conservative attacks him doesn't mean I'm going to. I can discern that. I can also take note of who's saying that and put that away for later and know just what level they'll sink to. But if you knew your product was the best, you wouldn't hide behind arguments of its hate speech. That's why I'm losing. You would just go out and conquer. That's it. You would just go conquer. Period. If you produce the best sneakers, the coziest socks, the the most comfortable phone case, whatever, the best HDMI cables that never break apart and they, they always work, a keyboard that lasts for 20 years, it may help to argue that it's better, and you might want to stand up for it and say that there are attacks on you and coordinated PR attacks to affect your sales. But at the end of the day, your product will stand out because it's the best. There was not a conservative mother in America that didn't think Grand Theft Auto was a manifestation of Satan. But it sold the most because it was the most fun. You can say it's not, but in a free society, the game where you could chop off a hooker's head with a katana, it sold the most. You don't have to like it. It sold the most. It's just what it is.
You don't have to like the human condition. You don't have to like human psychology. But the reality is, is the best-selling video game of all time was simply a game that was the closest duplicate of our own reality without repercussions. Not some fantastic story of wizards fighting the dragon or the Baleans. Just a game where you can go blow someone's head off with a shotgun outside of a hospital in L.A. And the blood splatter looks really, really convincing. That's how sick we are. That's another discussion for another time. But the reality is, is it just is. Everyone can get together and say that Slim Shady is evil. But there is a cadence and a rhythm that you can't... I remember the first time I ever heard Eminem. I was at a rockathon. I was I went to a Catholic school in New Hampshire, and it was you stayed in rocking chairs all night, and you ate candy, and you raised money for cancer. It was a, it was a great thing. It was fun. But I remember putting on headphones and listening to, "Hi kids, do you like violence? Do you want to see me put nine inch nails in each one of my eyelids?" And I just thought it was fucking great. No part of me was being an an edgy ten year old that was like, "I'm gonna listen to this because mom doesn't want me." I heard it and I was like, "This is great." You might eat Reese's cups if. Everyone tells you you shouldn't eat them and Reese's Cups are hate speech. There might be that little edgy part of you. But there is also a very good chance that you might never hear dissenting opinion about Reese's Cups and you take a bite into it and go, that was fucking great. Nutella might donate all of their profits to cancer research. But even if they didn't, a scoop of Nutella is a scoop of fucking Nutella. So if you truly thought that you had the best thing and you knew it was the best thing and you would, you knew that if other people simply just played it out in their own mind, they too would realize it's the best thing. Someone might go, Nutella sucks. And you go, have you ever tried it? And they go, no, you gonna try it. And they go, well, it wasn't that good. Or better yet, they'll, they'll make their own mock, uh, knockoff because uh, imitation is the, the highest form of flattery. You clearly don't believe that simply by the fact that you have to shut down the lengths you will go to shut down competition. It's like when you see people that are just grade A grifters and they're like doing tax scams or unemployment scams or they're doing X, Y, and Z, and it's like the amount of work you are putting into this is so much more work than just going and getting a nine-to-five. You're not making any more. You're just putting in so much more work, but they'd rather get over on you, and you realize you're just a shitty person. That's what it is. All the energy you are taking by slandering it as hate speech, saying that it is anti-Semitic, xenophobic, homophobic, whatever the what just the whole buzzword soup they go they use, and then declaring that it you know companies stop advertising, and then declaring you remove it from the App Store, and then you declare the ISP shouldn't be allowed. All of that work. 
why wouldn't you just do the alternative and just fine hone your message? Because deep down, you know your message is shit. You know your message of identity politics, of self-hatred, of 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 mutilation of of kids genitals of 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 bringing back racism under the under the guise of equality deep down you know it is shit and that it's not that you are willing to fight on a different battlefield it's that it is the only fight you can do because you have shit there's a quote about how one German tank could take on four American tanks. Well, how did the Americans win? We just built five tanks. It takes a long time and a lot of engineering to catch up with the Nazis. We didn't have that. We were in the middle of a war. So as Bill Burr says, we just went full Happy Meal on them and just had 99 billion served. And that's just what we did. There's a reason we did that. And it's because we didn't have the engineering. It just is. Because if we did, we would have used it. The fact that you are using this method of attack and censorship censorship and suppression and your buzzword soup, yeah, xenophobic, homophobic, any... It's because you know that the ideology that you hold is so toxic, so contradictory, so fluctuating, and so subjective to the tiniest increments of passing time what is true now is false tomorrow. What was racist yesterday is stunning and brave tomorrow. That you have to resort to every other mechanism to fight other than cleaning up your rough draft. You have to say every other student's cheating instead of just sitting down and reading over your own paper and fixing the grammar. And it's not that you're stupid and that you haven't realized, oh, I should just go over my own. No, you've gone over it and you know it's horseshit. Well, then why are you sticking with it if you know it's horseshit? Because ultimately, it's rooted in self-hatred and desire to project power over others. That's what it is. The amount of energy being expended to fight the idea that we should all be allowed to talk and live and let live can only come from one place, and it's you do not want that. At the end of the day, the difference is you don't love yourself and you project that hatred onto everyone. And you know that you can't sell self-hatred. Because if you did, you wouldn't have to sell it. It would just take off. Just be Reese's Cups. No one needs to defend Nutella. Just is. It just is. You don't need to defend Eminem. It'll get on LimeWire or Napster and then be burned onto Walkmans across the nation. It's just what it fucking is. And it's fascinating because we're going to watch it in real time. And it is going to be a perfect <sighs> microcosm, but almost macrocosm because it will be such a large scale. The other truism that's stemming from self-hatred and censorship and projection of power onto others is also an inability to create. It is only rooted in destruction or more euphemistically, canceling. 
and proving my hypothesis, decide based on love and expression. And I don't want to go down onto the whole sides because obviously it's not that simple. But the idea of, I disagree with what you say. I think it's gross what you said. And if you come on my property, I will kill you. But other than that, go do you, buddy. That is rooted in creation. Going to go create my own internet. I'm going to go create my own system. If I can't buy a platform, I'll build my own. Versus usurp. I mean, what is the what is the Kennedy quote? For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic conspiracy based on secrecy instead of transparency. The the very idea, the very word secrecy in an open society is repugnant. You got to do that, JFK. It's repugnant in an open society. We will nuke Cuba. Kennedy used hard R, but referring to Cuba. Very odd. Yeah, guerrillas by night instead of marching armies by day. Their 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 mistakes are hidden and their successes are overstated. Whatever the fuck the quote is. Great quote. And that might be a low-hanging fruit to grab. You know, use Kennedy as a puppet, put my hand in his ass and hide behind that. It's a fair argument. I might be wrong in this, and I genuinely mean it when I say I would like to learn if I am wrong. When ever in history has it proven to be moral, just, and scientifically accurate to quash your opponent's ability to speak? You know what happens when I see some neo-Nazis march? I've never seen a neo-Nazi marching, but you know what happens if I did see it? You know what happens when I saw racism in Valdosta, Georgia? You didn't need a shelter from me. I didn't go, that's a great idea. I like the idea of a superior race. No. In my head, I just went, oh, these people are fucking retarded. I'm going to move out of here as soon as I can. You need not shelter it. If you do think you need to shelter people from it, you are passively admitting through your actions that you don't think they are smart enough to think for themselves, which thus makes you smart enough to think for them, which then shows you think there is a supreme race because it's you, you know. So by those actions, you are being a supremacist. The fuck? The idea that we can all think for themselves is the, through your actions, demonstration in the belief that we are all equal. We all have our own intelligence. By saying you need to stop the spread of misinformation because people will believe it. Well, what about you? No, I can, I don't, I can discern. Why? Because you don't want to finish the sentence. You think you're smarter. You think you are superior. Tell me who the fuck is the supremacist? But again, everything I'm saying right now still pretty much seems like it's wild speculation. I suppose we will see how it plays out when they go and remove it from the app store and then remove it a bit, the ability to be used on browsers and ISPs. 
you will see how far they're willing to go. And then you have to ask yourself, is it truly because deep down inside they want to stop the spread of misinformation because they're smarter than you and they think they're smarter than you and thus they are supremacists in their own minds? Or is it because they know behind the curtain it's all horse shit and there's nothing but raw naked power in this world? Which is far worse. I don't know. Fuck if I know. I don't know a goddamn thing. But, uh... Um... I don't know. Balls. Balls. Dick's balls. Couldn't be too serious. Let's see what old boy's saying on Twitter. I'm still banned from Twitter. Though. I would very much like to be back. Much as I want to hate Mr. Beast, I did watch parts of his interview on Rogue, and he does seem like a pretty good person. And then he's looking at his Twitter. I want to make the world a better place before I die. Well, I mean, I guess Hitler believed that too, so I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Everything I said, speculation. So I don't know. I don't know these guys. It is some sort of crazy friends. That. I didn't like that voice. That wasn't fun. I didn't enjoy that. And I'm sorry you had to hear that. I'm not. So okay, I'm going to stop that now. Much love, everybody. Take care. Love each other. It's truly all we have.